Welcome to the Adventure Church Podcast. Today, the Adventure Church worship pastor, Andrew Dawson, will give a message called 2020 Lens. Does perfect vision really exist? There are many things that cause us not to see clearly, but if we can see through the eyes of Jesus, then we can see clearly what he would have us to do. We hope you enjoy this message. I'm preaching today. <laughs> Man, um, I'm so excited, you guys. Pastor, Pastor CJ's like, yep, you're preaching again. And I'm like, you, you better watch out. We're, we're going to have some church, you know, just like when Pastor CJ's here. But um, Pastor CJ and Cheryl, um, they're, they're in uh, the Chicago area. Uh, their daughter's having surgery. And so they, they went to go be with her um, and, so, and her whole family. So, so, uh, so live stream, thanks, Pastor CJ, for the opportunity. <laughs> and um, man, it's so good to be here, you guys. It's, uh, we, got, we got a party in here. Was, were the roads slick? Were they? Well, you're hardy. You're hardy Wisconsinites. Yeah, come on. Everyone, everyone says you betcha as an amen up here, right? <laughs> there you go. That was good. Um, so uh, first of all, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I gotta, I gotta do a little shout out. I got some family in town, and I want to embarrass them. Could you guys stand up? Give it up for some family from Oklahoma. Come on, come on. Yeah. Yes. I love it. You know, in the church I was growing up in, um, they they were a little old school. And they would be like very, very like respectful. And they'd be like, if you're a guest, if you wouldn't mind just raising your hand, we just want to make you feel welcome. We don't want to embarrass you. That's the opposite of what I just did. So <laughs> I wanted to embarrass you guys. So no. <laughs> so uh, man, man, God is good. God is good. We, um, have you guys been having a, a good uh, new year? 2020, come on, get excited. Give it up for 2020. Yes, yes. I know, I know a lot of people are really excited for 2020. Um, it's super cool, right? Like we've been, um, I heard uh, Pastor Katie's little brother, he was talking about movies the other day, and he was talking about some classics that were in the 80s and 90s. And, uh, and I was like, oh, you know, those were, those were before you were born. He's like, yeah, most of the movies I like are from the 1900s. <laughs> but you're not wrong. <laughs> That it was the 1900s, but it makes me feel like I'm 100 years old. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was good. Um, so I'm super excited for, for uh, 2020. A lot of people have, um, they have like a word or like a scripture or something that for the year. Does anyone ever do that just to show of hands real quick? Anyone have like a word or like a scripture? Yeah, yeah, awesome. Awesome, yeah. Um, or, or there's like a, just something to establish like the year, like this is my goal, this is like what I want my, my year to look like, right? Um, some set like resolutions um, and, and goals they want to work towards, and that's super cool. Um, uh, I'm not like the best at it, uh, <laughs> but, um, but I, I think it's, I, I really respect the people who do. I'm leading worship and preaching, guys. Get over it, okay? <laughs> Need some water. Um, <laughs> but, you know what? Here's, here's something I found that was interesting. The top 10 uh, New Year's resolutions. This was, this was interesting. Uh, number one, lose weight and get fit. I feel like every year, I, it's, like, it's like every year we go, we're like, maybe, that, maybe everyone will just achieve it by that year. And, and like no one will have that on the resolution. But no, so that, that's always number one on every, anything you look up. Um, quit smoking, uh, learn something new, eat healthier and diet, 
get out of debt and save money. Come on! Um, spend more time with family. Now, there's, there's, that's, everyone says, aw, that's so nice. Um, no one said it. Jeez, hardened hearts out there. Oh, good thing we're in church. Um, I'm kidding. All right, so uh, then travel to new places. Awesome, awesome. Be less stressed. I think that's a good, that's a good general goal, right? Um, volunteer at Adventure Church. No, it's just volunteer. It just says volunteer. Um, and drink less. So the entire uh, point of establishing any kind of resolution or goal is to work towards typically um, it has like a positive outcome, right? Like that's that's the general goal, and and I think that that's really good, right? Like do be better, right? Um, and uh, we generally want to be better people, um, Christians or not, right? The goal is positive, and that's and that's that's exciting. I think that's really good. We generally want to be better every year, and and the new year is like the a nice like starting point, and we all kind of view it that way. Um, but one thing I wish was on a top 10 list was loving people like Jesus. You know? Loving people like Jesus does. And, man, that's just something that, that I'm just, when, when you're in, like, public, or maybe not in public, I don't know, but you see people who are just being hurtful to other people. And I just, and, <laughs> and I'm not saying, like, like, to have the attitude of, like, they need Jesus. That's not, that's, <laughs> we don't want to have that attitude. We, we, I mean, obviously we want people to know Jesus, but, um, but I just, I really wish um, that that would be like the top 10 thing. How cool would that be? How much would our world change if, if that was on like the top 10 list, loving people like Jesus loves? Um, for a couple years now, I really noticed um, people getting more and more vocal on social media. Um, most people have opinions, and, and most people are getting more comfortable sharing that and, um, you know, maybe not caring who, if they offend someone or blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, that, that's fine. They have that right and whatever. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of them, they're, they're negative thoughts. Does anyone ever see that on social media? Um, and I'm just talking about social media for the second. I'm so sorry for you guys who aren't on social media. We'll get to you soon. That's good. There's a lot of negativity to spread around. <laughs> but... Um, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of negativity that I see, um, and sometimes you have to go hit the comments button if you really want to see it, right? But, um, but it, really, it really just, like, bums me out, you know? Because um, I just think, like, man, like, was, that, was that comment necessary, or, or was that helping the situation at all, just to get your two cents in there, you know? Um, and it just kind of bums me out, you know? Um, there's... Um, <laughs> People are, are often uh, being hateful towards each other. And sometimes they're, they're Christians, right? They may be, and not this church, because we're, we're a perfect church, but the, no, I'm kidding. But, but you know, you ever see people who, who may, you know, that identify as a Christian, maybe they live in some other different state or whatever, or they go to a different church or something, because they definitely don't go here because we're all perfect. But, but maybe you're like, whoa, like, hey, I thought that you held yourself to a higher standard. You know, I thought that... I thought you identified as a Christian, someone who, who loves God. Why would, you, why would you say those mean things, right? Does anyone ever experience that? Yeah? No? Okay, good, good. All right, good. It's just me. Um, no, but, you know, I see those things on, on, on social media, and, but they're not just on social media, you know. Um, they're in our conversations. They're in the workplace. They're at family gatherings. They're at the gym. Um, they're, they're all over the place, and I think um, it's just... Uh, 
it's something that's good to be aware of. Um, but uh, when, when we're held, whereas Christians, obviously we want to be held to a higher standard, right? Um, I was just talking to my father-in-law, Joe Lemont, who preached last Sunday. Didn't he do a stellar job? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't he do a stellar job? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I guess some people were like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, no, but you know, he was, he was telling me about um, this, uh, this time back in the Obama administration and first of all, not taking a political side here, this is an example, so if you think I have an agenda, get over it, I don't. Okay, so, but he was, uh, tell me about a time during the Obama administration, and he was talking to a fellow Christian, and they were just really upset about something the president was doing, I don't know the details, but they were just, you know, you've probably been, especially in these, these past couple of years, or, well, whatever, it's always been crazy, <laughs> but in, uh, people, <clears throat> people have their political opinions, you know, and they are not afraid to share them. And, and I always say social media because people really share them on social media. You might just have to hit unfollow for 30 days or whatever around election times, you know. Um, it can get pretty pretty dangerous. Um, but um, so this, this Christian was just super mad, and they were just going on and on about, oh, I, I wish that he did this or didn't do that or, or whatever. Um, and uh, then he ended up saying at the end, I wish he would just be assassinated. Right? That's, isn't that like just disheartening? Like, wow. That to just go from not agreeing with someone to, to just wishing they were dead. Even though, like, you may not personally know the person. Like, I just, I'm like, man, that's, we're going the wrong direction. Right? I'm always amazed at how sometimes us as Christians can just get it totally backwards. You know, we, sometimes you like to think that, um, that, oh, this person's a believer, so we, we're on the same page. And, and then sometimes you hear comments like that, and you're like, I guess not. <laughs> um, and so I'm always just amazed how sometimes we get it totally backwards. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. No other commandment greater than these. That's Mark 12, 31. So sometimes I just feel like we're missing that part. Do you guys ever, ever feel like that? I feel like sometimes that we're just we're like, hey, what about the just the, despite what you think, just... Love them. That's a pretty important part. Um, God gave us these amazing eyes that can do so much. They can, uh, some people's eyes can see clearer than others. Some people may see different colors. Um, some may be a little blurrier than others. Um, yesterday, I was, uh, I was tubing with my fam. And uh, we, I just left my glasses on. I just didn't even think of them. And... Um, and so obviously, as you know, when you go inside, there's just, just total fog, couldn't see anything. Um, and those times I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I didn't have glasses. But ultimately, I like my glasses. So, um, so sometimes we have foggy views. And, um, but sometimes I wonder if our carnality, our flesh, right? Our flesh sees the world a certain way. We see the different opinions, we see the beliefs, we see the different religions, and we don't like it because it's not the same as ours. You know, we, uh, sometimes I think that us as humans in general, um, we just like to be in our happy little place of like, these people agree with me, and they, um, we have the same ideas of blah, 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 and, and you don't have any like um, disagreements, and so that's like a safe place, right? Um, and that's and that's just how we I've noticed like in movies over decades and decades, 
you know, we want to be um, uh, in, our, in our comfort zone, right? Um, some people don't want to step out of that or, or whatever. So, um, or sometimes we don't like it. We don't like it because it's not, not Christian. Because we, we can get stuck in our Christian bubble too, right? Um, we can get, we don't like things because they're not Christian or it doesn't fit in our, in our small Christian worldview. I've, I've heard people just be like, uh, or like, you know, uh, wanting to not go to this place because they did something and that doesn't line up with God's word and, or whatever. But, but, the, but the point is, um, like sometimes like people would be like, I'm not going to listen to that unless it's a Christian song. Or, and there's nothing wrong with that for sure. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a worship pastor. Like, I, I, like, I like worship music and, and I like Christian things. But it's important to not just get ourselves stuck in, in a small bubble, right? Because if, we, if we're not being able to relate to others, how can, we, how can we witness to them? How can we tell them about Jesus and we don't have anything to, to relate with them with? So, so we can get stuck in, in small bubbles too of people who maybe we don't uh, align ourselves with usually. Um, so God, God doesn't want us pointing out others' sins or, or not liking others because of their different views or the beliefs. He just wants us to love them. And like, <laughs> and I, I was thinking about when I was when I decided um, that this is the direction God was kind of speaking to me. Um, when I was like, it, it's it's so simple, and I'm like, can we can we do a sermon on this? Like, is can I even fill this time? But my gosh, yes, we can. <laughs> yeah. God just wants us to love others. I mean, truly, I hear there's so many little little things that we can go off on as far as. Uh, you know, like different theology, and we can debate on blah, 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 or we don't like this person because they identify as a homosexual, or we don't like this person because they're a Muslim, but God's just like, I just want you to love them. I don't care about your opinions on that. Just, I just want you to love them. Start there. I just want you to love them. I just wonder if God is, is up there, you know, looking down at us, and he's just ripping his hair out, just like, stop fighting about these little things, just love each other, just love each other, that's where it begins, you guys, that's where it really begins, um, and I just wonder if that's what he does up there sometimes, um, but maybe we don't have the best eyesight ourselves, right, um, when I was uh, skiing, I went skiing on Friday and tubing on Saturday, and I took off my glasses for skiing because I was like, this is going to be really fast. I'm probably going to go 80 miles an hour. My glasses will just fly off, right? And uh, so I took them off, and I have, like, I'm nearsighted, right? That means I can't see far away, right? I'm new to the glasses world, sorry. I don't, I don't know things. But so, so it wasn't really bothering me too much, right? But... Um, but I had, I had some bad eyesight um, as I got closer to things. Um, so, so maybe we don't have the best eyesight, right? Um, 2020 vision, that is, right? Big surprise. We're talking about 2020 things, guys, because I had the privilege to preach on the first day of 2020, and I'm going to milk it, and it's going to be all about 2020, so get excited. Um, 2020 means that you can identify a particular size of letter, about 8.7 millimeters tall, from 20 feet away, okay? Uh, if you can do this without glasses or contact lenses, you are said to have 20-20 vision. 
So if you need either glasses or contact lenses to do this, that means your visual acuity isn't 2020. So so does that make sense? That's the that's the standard, right? God gives us that 2020 vision. I like to think that God gives us that 2020 vision, not the literal like chart, obviously, but um, He gives us lenses to help see others like He sees them. You know, because um, like I said, I think sometimes it's just easy for our flesh to just be defensive of saying, um, you know what, you have a lot of different things. Like you're not the same as me. I don't align with you, and even grow like bitterness and hatefulness. Like our friend who just lashed out about uh, the previous president. I mean, like it, it's just like a snowball effect. Um, but I like to think that if we're if we're thinking about it, if we're always praying for for uh, twenty twenty lenses from God, He can help us to see others like He sees them. Isn't that neat? Um, so twenty twenty vision doesn't mean perfect vision, right? It's just the the standard that we use. We may not have 20-20 vision in the way that we look at others. We may view others because of their different beliefs, looks, backgrounds, political affiliations. But God gives us that 20-20 lens to love them no matter what. He can help us see them as, as he sees them. How cool is that? We don't have to uh, try to literally see different different colors or shapes or whatever, but just, I like to think that God just can, if we just ask him, he can give us the lens uh, to just see love, you know, just to see people and love them for who they are. And I think that's so cool. God sees them as his children. They're all children of God. We're all children of God. His beloved, his sons and daughters. Sometimes, um, when, when I get mad at, I don't know, anything, whatever, I have to stop and check myself and say, man, like, that's, that's one of God's children. And it might sound cheesy or hokey, but, but it's so true. And I feel like that's something my mom would say. Well, God loves them too. <laughs> but uh, but that's, that's just the, that's the case, though. God, all of them are, are God's children. So I'm, I'm pretty new to the glasses thing. So real quick, if you have glasses or contacts, um, and if you're able to, will you, will you just stand really quick? Just stand really quick if you're able to. If you have glasses or contacts, and take a look around, look at all these people. Look at all these people who need glasses. <laughs> awesome, awesome, good job, you may be seated. And everyone else who doesn't need glasses or contacts, if you could stand up really quick, if you're able to. I feel like that's kind of 50-50 really. Someone's clapping. Yay, you're glad you don't need glasses. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> so, right, so there's there's like, I feel like that was like really half and half. And so if you if you um a lot of people need glasses or contacts to be able to see um with 2020 or close to that, right? Um Becky, uh Becky was pointing out my wife is Becky, if you didn't know. Um she was the hottie girl over here playing the keys. Come on. <laughs> You guys are like, what? Can he say that from the microphone? Yes. Um, <laughs> so my wife started pointing out some signs. We were getting coffee one time in Kansas City, where I'm from. And she was like, oh, look at that sign. It looks so cool. And I'm like, I don't, 
what are you talking about? I just could not, I could not read it. And my whole life, I thought that I had like perfect vision. I mean, I had like 20, 20, um, and <laughs> I always wanted glasses growing up. Um, but uh, my parents were like, no, you don't need glasses. But it was just, I thought they were so cool. So my wife pointed out the sign. I was like, I just, I can't read it. And then um, that happened a couple times, but I was like, whatever, like, I'm sure it's fine and whatever. And then I had to renew my driver's test. Who loves going to the DMV? Yeah, yep, so the sloths were, no, the people were like, um, <laughs> it's from the movie, I'm not being mean, okay. Um, what was that movie? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> so they were like, they were having me go through the whole eye exam and everything, right? Like they were like, you know, you look in the thing and you're like, is this sanitary? Everyone's foreheads have been on this. And um, so I'm going through this and normally like I have like no problem, right? Like I'm just like, ah, oh, this letter, this letter, this letter. So I'm going through it and I'm just like, just give me the license, I got this. And, uh, and I get to the last line and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I can't read that at all. Like I know that there's letters there, but I have no idea what they are. And I'm like, oh shoot. But then I also got kind of excited because I'm like, maybe now I can get glasses, <laughs> right? So <laughs> the funny part is that the person who was doing the, the eye exam, she was like, nah, close enough. <laughs> what? <laughs> she just passed me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, bold move, bold move, all right. Um, so I ended up needing glasses and I ended up getting these puppies. Oh yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> No, but it was, it was a game changer, man. I could see the TV much clearer than before. Driving at night was, was a huge difference. It was, it was so cool. And I even love taking them off and just comparing sometimes now. Like, oh. <laughs> then, like, put the glasses on. I'm like, oh, I can see clearly now. Okay. So, but that, that song happens every time I do that. Um, but, <laughs> but, man, my glasses made a huge difference. These lenses, these two lenses made me see things so much more clear. I like to think that God has these amazing 2020 glasses for each of us. And I'm not talking about the New Year's Eve ones, that like big 2020 that you put on. But I, I seriously, I like to think that he just has these lenses that are ready for us at any time. Um, lenses that show us how Jesus sees his sons and daughters, no matter how much they differ from us. I wore, um, I wore my Love Thy Neighbor shirt today. And it's weird, when I first got it, I was, like, really worried about wearing it. I don't, I don't really know why. Like, I was worried that, like, people would, like, judge me or something. And um, until I realized, well, this is, this is just the scripture. It's just being more specific. And I'll read it to you if I can, like, double chin it over here. Uh, <laughs> it says, love thy neighbor. Love thy... Oh, love thy homeless neighbor. <laughs> we can cut the live stream as I do. Nope. <laughs> it says, love thy homeless neighbor, love thy Muslim neighbor, love thy black neighbor, love thy gay neighbor, love thy immigrant neighbor, love thy Christian neighbor, love thy Jewish neighbor, love thy atheist neighbor, love thy addic addicted neighbor. These are oftentimes uh, the areas that, um, the people groups that we, we may not identify with, um, even like, and this is hitting all kinds of areas, right? Uh, even Christians, um, and there's, there are both political parties. Um, <clears throat> and the point is, like, it doesn't matter that, they're, that they believe in, I mean, it matters, obviously, it's all a different God. But, but the point is, it doesn't, 
it doesn't alter the fact that you should still show them love because that's what Jesus commanded us to do in Scripture. So uh, I like to think that God has these lenses, these lenses that show us how Jesus sees his sons and daughters no matter how much they differ from us. So if you have your Bible on your phone, raising the air like you just don't care, come on. Okay. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So we're going to get out the Bible app. Y'all know it. If you don't have it, you better download it. Um, let's check out Mark 12, 28. Mark 12, 28. And one of those, if you don't have it, it's up here. And one of those scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another. And seeing that he answered them well, he asked, which commandment is the most important of all? They're talking to Jesus here. Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is the one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. That's the most important commandment. That's a big deal. Right? That's a big deal. He goes on in the next verse saying, the second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So it's a big deal. Loving our neighbor, we're commanded to multiple times in the Bible to just put our thoughts and our opinions and our reactions down and just doesn't matter. Love them. Just love them anyway. We're going to look at a couple scriptures um, that, that also address this. James uh, 2.8 says, if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. Um, and do we have any teens in here? Any teenagers? Any teenagers? Yep, yep. Joe, you're not a teenager. You're 60. I know it for a fact. <laughs> any other teenagers? Raise them out. Raise them out. Come on. Yep, couple. Yep. This one's for you. <clears throat> Matthew 19, 19 says, Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, snap. It's in the Bible. I'm just reminding you. I know you guys know it, but I'm just reminding you. So, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself, right? So there it is again. First John 4.21 says, And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. Ooh, <laughs> someone has a brother. <laughs> They're like, I don't know if you knew my brother. <laughs> so whoever loves God must also love his brother or your neighbor or your sister or whatever, right? We're commanded to, to love commanded to love. Leviticus 19.18 says, you shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. See, we keep seeing it over and over again. Um, I think the specific scripture can hit home for us, for a lot of us. And let me reread it again. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Um, so whether we like to admit it or not, um, not only can it be hard for us to love our neighbor who doesn't identify as a Christian, but how many times do you see believers attacking other believers? We're called to love. We're called to love. I'm in, um, I'm in some pastor groups on Facebook. <laughs> it sounds cheesy now that I'm saying it out loud, but, <laughs> but like, you know, we have like, like Assemblies of God ministers or, um, you know, like some of these God ministers who are under 40, like there's all kinds of groups, right? Um, and, and like sometimes like they'll just like 
some of those guys, man, and girls, they'll just like post like controversial stuff and like, and I'm, I see the headline, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I see, I'm like expecting like 2,000 comments and sure enough, there's like 800 of them. You know, because people are just going back and forth and these are even credential ministers, right? And, but they're, they're like debating and like arguing and I'm just like, guys, <laughs> love each other, right? I mean, this is, this is like the, the basis. This is like, this is everything. Just love each other. Um, and so, I don't know, how many, how many times we see um, other believers attacking other believers, and you're just like, wait, remember that verse? God called us to love each other, right? Um, Luke 6, 27 through 28, <clears throat> talks about loving your enemies. It says, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. I'm going to read that again. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. And I think it's important to never do this in like a condescending way. Uh, is anyone from the South? Nope. Oklahoma fam? <laughs> no, no. Okay, we got one. Yep, nice. Um, and I'm from Missouri, so I don't really know where that lands. We're just like in the middle. So um, we were a swing state, so we just couldn't figure out if we were North or South. But something you'll hear in the South is like if like someone trips, for example, someone will be walking by, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> right? <laughs> like they're like oh, bless your heart, like, oh, you fell, or, or whatever. They'll say it kind of, it's kind of like, like, oh, like, they're making fun of you, but they're just saying, oh, bless your heart, right? Um, so it's important to not have that attitude uh, with this scripture. So if I say to you, those who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. And so it's important to, to really take that to heart and, and actually, and actually do that. So how can you go into the new year with 2020 lenses. Like, right, like, what does that mean? Like, do we, <laughs> I just have this thought. We're not like a 3D movie theater. We don't have like a place where you can pick up the glasses on the way out. Those don't exist. <laughs> but, um, but how can we go into, our, into the new year with that in mind? Um, we don't have glasses to put on when we, want, when we want to love people like Jesus. We have to intentionally make a decision every day to see people with 2020 vision. And I don't mean our, our carnality 2020 vision, but our 2020 vision that God gives us, those lenses that He gives us, those 2020 lenses. It's an everyday thing. It's a and and let me also say this: this isn't just like a um, this is something for all of us to work on, including myself. Um, there's it's it's not like you're saying, well, I'm not racist or blah blah blah, so I don't need to you know, think differently. Like, it's not about anything like that. It's just, it's just a, um, a God, help me to, to, to see people as you do. Help me to love people um, even when it's not easy, um, even, when it, even when it's hard. So just like the eye exams, 2020 doesn't mean we have perfect vision, right? Um, like I said earlier, the, the, uh, the eye exam, the 2020 vision doesn't mean like it's perfect. It's just the standard, right? It's just the standard we use. So earlier we talked about how it means that you can identify a particular size of letter from 20 feet away. Before I had that 
that uh, test, or when I had that driver's license test, the eyesight test, I would not have been able to, I didn't, I didn't pass it. Um, and I, um, I couldn't see things 20 feet away. But um, it's my prayer that um, we can see 2020 vision as the new definition for loving all our neighbors. All of them. Despite the differences, despite, um, despite any of the, the different thoughts that they may have, the, anything on, on this shirt, um, if they're homeless, if they're Muslim, if they're gay, any of those things that, that may, we, may, we may say like, oh, well, God says in his word, you know, this is wrong. So then you can have, you can even grow a bitter heart. Um, but God says, but first you got to love me and love them. And so many times we see, um, um, I've, I've, I've been to a lot of churches and looked at a lot of churches um, and a lot of their slogans are super similar. And like, I kind of like roll my eyes at it sometimes because like, love God, love people. Like, that's our church slogan. And I'm like, oh, how original. <laughs> but they do that because it's in the Bible and it's super biblical, <laughs> right? There, that's a, there's a reason for that. And because that's what it all comes down to, right? Like, that's what we're here to do. We're here to love God and love people. And that's even what we do as a church. Um, that, that's always our goal. And I, and I love that. I really do. If we make that our, our slogan, don't, don't laugh at it. <laughs> like, it's, it's really awesome. It's super biblical. So it's my prayer that we, that we see 2020 vision as the new definition for, for loving our neighbors. All of them. Can we say all of them? All of them. Can you, uh, I'm going to do a super old school church thing. Actually, Joe did it last week, too. You guys turn to your neighbor and say, I love you. Do it. It's uncomfortable and you know it, but do it anyway. <laughs> yes, I love it. So, oh, thanks. <laughs> love you too. But here's, um, this is really fun just from my perspective. I wish I could like record it from here. Um, but every time that someone just said, I love you, and maybe you just felt weird doing it, maybe it was a stranger, maybe it was your mother, I don't know. But what happened was it created a smile and, and it was fun and everyone's laughing um, because loving other people is, is a good thing. It's what God commanded us to do. It's, it's biblical. And, um, and I think that's super cool. Um, if we don't love our neighbor, despite, despite the differences, this is good. What sets us apart from everyone without 2020 lenses? You know, like what's the difference between us? We, we say we're Christians uh, and we, we tell everyone that and we, you know, go to church on Sundays. But if we're not loving people, then what's making us any different from the people who decide not to go to church on Sundays, who, who decide to uh, say they don't believe in God? You know, what, what makes us any different? It's because it starts with at this, this foundation. We have to love other people for who they are whether they're bad at skiing even, looking at you, Shereen. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I love you. No, and you're not bad at skiing. I made that up. That was a lie. But, but, <laughs> thank you, thank you. But, um, but whether, despite any, any weird little thing, um, God calls us to love. 
And so that's, that's one of the main things that, that I think can separate us. Obviously, first of all, our love to God is one, and then, but second of all is our loving other people. And I was talking to Pastor Katie the other day, and she was saying, um, we were talking about how, how, it's, how talking, to, talking to other like, people you don't know about Jesus can be like awkward sometimes. Has anyone ever experienced that? Like, like you, you want to, right? Like you want to, and you, how it's going in your head. You're like, I'm just going to bring up the Lord, and boom, they're going to get saved, and we're going to pray the sinner's prayer, right? No, but um, how it goes, like, super well, and then when it actually comes to it, you're like, yeah, so how about those Packers, <laughs> right? It can be super uncomfortable, but um, something that was really cool that, that she, she brought up, and, and, I, and I really love this, too, is that um, we don't even have to bring it up. People see the difference in us by the way that we act just about who we are. If uh, people, people are, are observant and they notice if, you, um, if, you're, if you're loving other people, that's a huge one right there. If you have joy in your heart, because if you're asking for this, like God's gonna give it to you. Like God, he wants us to love one another. He wants us to, to be happy and be joyful. So just by the way that we interact with other people, other people are gonna see that and they're gonna be like, hey, what's different about you? Like if you're your coworker, like that happened to me one time I was working at Starbucks in Mall of America, and I had this dude who was just super funny, and we always joked around, and he was like, why are you so, like, why are you so happy and fun all the time? And I'm like, well, I'm not. I have to go home and sleep, because then I get tired. But, <laughs> but, um, but I would start, it was a really cool segue. I'm like, oh, dude, Jesus, for sure, hands down. Um, and he was super interested in, in going to church and all that. I quit later, so actually, yeah. That's not a great story because I didn't finish that, but <laughs> but but it's the my point is that it's it's how um, it's how we how we act in front of other people that that sets us apart as well. So if we have those 2020 lenses that help us helps us to see others how Jesus sees them, that's also just a way that that set, that separates us. Loving your neighbor may not be easy, but we're commanded to. It's definitely not easy sometimes, right? You guys are. I, that one guy who, who said, oh, man, about his brother, he gets it. Uh, but uh, I, I don't have siblings, so I can say that. But, um, but it's, it's not easy. And I think that it's one of the most important things that we can do. Um, because, one, it's in the Bible. And God, that just commands us to. It's the reason that we're here to love God and love others. And so I just pray that, that this, uh, this new year, that we can have those lenses, those, those lenses on and that will have pure 2020 vision. We may not be able to see everything clearly. Everything still might be blurry for some people. I don't know. <laughs> but um, hopefully you're passing your driver's test. Um, but I pray that, that yeah, this, this new year, this new year, you'll have 2020 vision in the way that you see people that you interact When you go to the cities and you see different people who who aren't, you know, in your small town. And uh, I just pray that, that, that we can take that extra step and just show them love. Let them know that, that you love them uh, and that God loves them. And uh, so let's, let's, I just encourage you over this next entire year, but specifically this month, um, be mindful about that. As, as you see people, it's really often, it's easy for me to, um, some people think I'm an extrovert. Um, I'm not. I, I more of like an uh, ambivert, and that's in between extrovert and introvert. That means like I can be personable, but I gotta go home and recharge. <laughs> I don't gain energy off of um, socializing. Okay, so um, so sometimes it's really easy for me 
to go to the grocery store and like I'm just like self-checkout. I don't want to talk to anybody, right? Um, and it's really easy for me. Like I feel like totally fine just like going through the grocery store and just like looking down and just doing my own thing. I don't really want to like, it's hard for me to like, hey, you know, and see people, oh, hey, and then smile. Now, don't, if you see me at grocery store, at the grocery store, don't worry, we're friends, we'll talk, don't worry. But it's easy for me to just want to just go in and get out, right, and go to the self-checkout and not interact with people. But, but I find that whenever I take the time and, and meet, make eye contact with someone and I just smile and I ask them how they are, man, it can brighten their day. It's such a big deal. Um, but just those little, those, those little um, um, times where we can just show love, like it's, it's that easy, just in these little times where we can see people and, and we may not say like, hey stranger, I love you, but it's in the way that we're just, that we're just um, interacting with them, right? We're showing love just in these little interactions and as well as, as, well as um, other strangers that you meet in, in your family and your friends. Um, so we're commanded to love. Or commands love. So I pray that this this year, let's let's have a lens, um, let's have this 2020 lens, and let's make that our prayer. Amen. Father God, we just thank you so much for for the lens that you give us, Jesus. God, that you are you're there for us when we need when we need that extra lens. God, if, if our if our carnality, our our fleshy eyes um, see other things, Jesus, we just ask that you would um, continue to us and still those 2020 lenses in us, Jesus. Help us to, to when we see other people, God, that we, we see them as, as children of God, that we see them as your sons and your daughters. God, we just pray that you would help us to see people and love people. In any, every, in every interaction that we have with people we work with, the people who are frustrating to work with, people who it's not easy to tell them that we love them, God, we just pray that we would uh, that you would help us to to show that love, God, and to um, have those twenty twenty lenses, Jesus. We ask this in your name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's message from Adventure Church. If this ministry has blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us. You can make an easy and safe donation on our website www.adventurechurchsiren.com slash give. Thank you for your generous donation.